All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. Tennessee Wildcast. It's your weekly podcast at the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. Jason Harmon's here. How's it going, Doug? We got a big show show today. A show show? We got a show show. Yeah. We got a show talking about a show. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Got special guests, and that don't even count Don King and Todd sitting over here. Hiding back, in the right? corner over here. Hiding in the corner. All right. Got some stuff to talk about first, though, right? Yeah, a lot of current events going on, a lot of changes happening around here we want to let people it's, know about. It's deer season. It's yep. fall. Mm-hmm. We're getting into it, aren't we? Yep. Kids' hunt is over, and we'll have some numbers on you later for that, what yep. they did. And uh, I think they had a pretty good weekend over at the, the hunt in Middle Tennessee. Uh, they took a few County. deer over there. Mm-hmm. Lee Wilmot went down there and wrote about it a little bit, and they got some deer. It was hot. It was it a was. hot weekend for mm-hmm. the youngsters, but there were some deer taken, and want to remind those kids that if it was too hot for you this time, you get to go again in January. Yeah. And it probably won't be too hot then. Mm-hmm. A lot of time to talk about that, though. But anyway, a lot of other stuff going on. we got muzzleloader season about to start, right? Muzzleloader season is this weekend? Correct. I'm going to plan on being in the woods on Saturday That's morning. all you've talked about. So I'll I think you'll be uh, hopefully in bring a picture week. in next week for the show, maybe, or something. We'll see. Yeah, I believe it when I see it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, would, I would like to see that. Yeah. You and Tucker, mm-hmm. you going to try to take yeah, Tucker Yeah, I'm going to take him out there, and hopefully we'll... Uh, Bag us a buck. Man. All right. Well, let's talk about See some stuff. Happens. This was a big week for the agency, in that, mm-hmm. and uh, that's one of the reasons we got our, our, our guest today, and we'll talk about that. But we uh, big change this week. New era started this week for TWA and also for the sportsmen of Tennessee, and that is the way we sell licenses in the state. Right. And if you go uh, to, a, to a license agent now and you get this piece of paper, don't freak out. That's mm-hmm. what you're getting now. You're getting a piece of paper, an 8 by 11, 8 and a half by 11, and you can cut it down to the size you wanted, and if you lose it, all you have to do is go to your house and run off another copy. And, or make multiple copies and stick them in your each bag, each pocket, and you're legal wherever you go and whenever you're out there. That's a good idea. Uh, similar system in Florida, and when I go down there to saltwater fish, I'll take four or five copies and put them in different bags. And mm-hmm. But the good news, too, is you can put it on that iPhone that you've got hanging out up there that we're right. also working on. We're going to oh. have it improved pretty soon. Let me show that. Yeah, because it's not up there. I'm seeing it. It is now. It is now. That iPhone, you can also keep your license there, and it's legal. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get, when you buy these licenses now, whether you go to an agent or whether you do it at the house, they're going to send this thing to you by email. Mm-hmm. So you'll always have it. You'll have it on your phone. You can show it to an officer, and you're legal and ready to go. Right. And then the great thing about this app is you can check the deer in right there, too. Yeah. And let's talk about that for a second. Some of you aren't as savvy as others, and we know that. Like right? Doug, yeah. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> he hangs over me all the time teaching me stuff. <laughs> anyway, he's right. But I'm savvy enough, I think, to at least go to somebody like this guy right here and say, what do I do? So if you're one of those that has to drive 50 miles to get to a check station and you don't have a telephone or iPhone, sorry, mm-hmm. smartphone or mobile device, go to one of your buddies and let them check the deer in for you using your ID mm-hmm. and your information, and they can do it for you, and you don't have to drive 50 miles to find a place to go. Right. Okay. Let's mention one more thing before we leave this topic. The, the licenses. It's easier to buy them now. You can buy them in packages. It is. If That's one of the great things. If you're a deer hunter on a WMA and you don't know what to buy, just click those buttons, those options, and it'll package and bundle that for you. Yeah. One of the things deer that comes to mind is duck. People are always, because duck can be so confusing. I want to go on a wildlife management area after I go to the drawing, and then I also have to get this license to go with this permit mm-hmm. now you don't have to think you just go in there and buy the package and you're good to go you can still shop if you want to it's going to provide you an amazon like shopping experience with carts and all that stuff right so it's going to be really easy and fast right okay awesome any other current events we want to talk about well uh, the turkey season's over we'll get you some numbers on those later and i want to talk about these carp real quick we're going down this is an asian carp it's a silver carp and these are the ones that jump out of the water and knock you off your boat uh if you're not careful but we're going to go to a blitz um, in a few days, 
and we're going to see what Kentucky and Tennessee is doing about trying to stop the spread of these things across our states in our bigger waters, well, in our smaller waters too, but mm-hmm. they're in a lot of the bigger waters, and we're going to get some good, we hope, some good video footage of it to show you and give you an idea of what Kentucky and Tennessee are doing to try to stop these things. They look like they would be big eaters of big fish, but they're not. They are. They like to eat the small stuff, the beginning of the food chain, and it's really bad for all the other things that rely on the beginning of the food chain. And they are producing in incredible numbers. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go check that out, all right? Check that out. One last thing, I think, before we Oh, yeah, I did. Ideas. I want to mention this, and then we'll get on with it. This is the Corps of Engineers sent us a press release the other day. They're trying to make it safer below the dams. There was a big deal made about this a couple years ago on the Cumberland River Systems. They wanted to shut down access to the dams and put up barriers, and sportsmen fought against it, and there was legislation created mm-hmm. by Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senator Alexander got involved with that a lot. Anyway, the result of that is, look, let's be safer. Let's try to do things to make life safer below these dams, but let's not barricade them. And one of the things they're going to do is part, they've put lights on these gate on these on these uh, gates yeah. on Cumberland water river water systems so if those lights go off it means they're going to open those gates up and that water is going to flow and you need to get out of there or not go right so but there's no barricades there to stop you from going where are those lights just use common sense hits the law below a dam make sure you have them all right can we introduce our guest now drum roll please yep <laughs> all right <laughs> all right like we need to right <laughs> all right we got eric baker here he is the host of tennessee uncharted yeah and taylor walter she helps produce the show and people may not know taylor as much but she probably works harder than anybody at tennessee uncharted yeah. absolutely she does you know she does eric <laughs> <Great> start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to nashville thank you thank you glad to have you here you guys do a great job oh, so well, push. We gotta do the sharing mic and stuff. Eric, yes. pull over there for a second. Why okay. are y'all here? Why? What do you? What brought you to Nashville today? Uh, well, we just filmed with Michael uh, down about the uh, upgrade on the app. Just what and, we're talking uh, about. Yeah, we, everything you guys were just touching on, man. I mean, and like the uh, the packages. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a guy like me who's a little low on intelligence, um, that he was saying, you know, they were wanting to make it experience based. Which, man, for me, just. It, it it calms my nerves a whole lot, and I know that I can, he said, uh, legal at a glance. And if I could apply that to more aspects of my life, probably I'd be better, <laughs> I'd be better off. So y'all are doing something right here awesome. at TWRA. Awesome. All right, well, look forward to that one. You will explain it probably in a different way than I did and far more entertaining. You might even write a song about <laughs> That's it, right. Eric, and, and get on there. We appreciate you being here. and. I know y'all are y'all are shooting up. Um, y'all are shooting season three, right? Correct. So season three starts when? November sixth. November. The yeah, 6th. this Sunday. Okay. Season this three. Sunday. All right, and what are we going to start it off with? Yeah, you remember, you, Taylor, you remember? Yeah, absolutely. And it was a fun episode. Actually, I got to be on camera with Eric along with some of the other ladies. Pull, of, pull on up, DJ. Oh, sorry. You're okay. See, he's the pro at this part. It's I'm okay. always behind You're the great. camera. <laughs> but yeah, it's all about Bo becoming an outdoor woman. So uh, we brought out all the ladies of Tennessee Uncharted. So all of our camera operators' wives and myself, my production coordinator, and, and we took part in Bo. And that's the whole episode. It's such a great program. We felt that it deserved just a ton of coverage. And we all walked away learning something and something different. But it was fantastic. Fantastic, yeah. Taylor, I don't know, before the show started, uh, were you a sports person at all? Was this something that you knew before or you've gotten into more since you've been a part of the show? Yeah, so I come from central Illinois, which I tell everybody.
everybody, we're just as redneck. We just have a different accent. Uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. Just some of the best territory deer, deer in the country. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So there's some legendary deer hunting there, you know, among mm. other things. Um, so yeah, sportsman lifestyle has always been a part of my life. Um, but then I met my husband here in Tennessee, and his father's actually a ranch manager and a hunting guide. So it wow. became a very big part of my life. Okay. Awesome. All right. And what led you to Tennessee and Target? Well, actually, I had been out in L.A. and in Nashville doing a lot of high-end commercial work, and I just didn't feel good about it. I felt like I was promoting a lifestyle of just consumption for no good reason, and I wanted to get people into the outdoors. It played such a large part in my life and, and was really just uh, my sanctuary, if you will. And, and so I wanted to leave behind some content that I really believed in, and the show is certainly in that vein. It's something we believe in. Well, give us a preview awesome. of the coming year. What, what will we see this year? We're going to start out with the women, but what happens after that? Yeah, well, I mean, we kind of own the fact that this is not your standard hook and bullet program, and that's really intentional. Um, the truth of the matter is you guys have got some great license holders that are very loyal, and uh, we didn't want them to feel slighted. We still have content for them, but the truth of the matter is license sales are declining. This next generation is just not getting out from behind their iPads and their iPhones yeah. and into the outdoors. So we wanted to go with a different format. Eric is a born and bred Tennessean, but a bit of an outdoor novice, if you will. And he wanted to rediscover the outdoors and, and get acquainted with that, that lifestyle. And so we wanted to follow his progress. So up until now, he's uh, kind of been getting his sea legs, <laughs> you know, learning the basics, uh, learning how to upgrade his bow and learning how to cast and that sort of thing. But this season's really a turning point. You know, he's had two years of learning the basics, and now it's time to kind of own that and, and get into the outdoors and on his own. So, um, so yeah, that this, this season is a lot more hook and bullet. Um, we're also giving TWA a lot more love and attention. Uh, the longer that we've had a relationship with them, just the more impressed we have become by them. Um, just all the work that the agency does. You know, everybody that we talk to has been with the agency for 15, 20, 25 years, and that says something. At least. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, at least. So uh, we've got a lot of human interest pieces this year following some of the interesting characters that make the agency as great as it is. That's mm -hmm. going to be fun to watch. Um, looking forward to it. And how many in a year – in a production year, how many shows are we talking about? We've got 14 episodes this season. In the past, we've had 16. Uh, but this year, we try to do um, some, some episodes that cover a little bit more of a time frame. So, you know, this season, Eric took part in his first fishing tournament series. So we wanted to cover all of those tournaments. And, and so we scaled down to 14 this year. Okay. And where cool. can – and we're going to push it back over to Eric and let, it, let him tell us some adventures in a second. But where can sportsmen who haven't seen the show yet, where can they find the show? So or anybody who wants to. Not just sportsmen. We want everybody to yeah. watch the show. Absolutely, yeah. I like that plug. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> more and more fun of you every time you talk. Um, so that we've got a whole variety of ways. Uh, you can find all the episodes on our website, which is teenuncharted.com. Okay. Um, you can also get to it from tnwildlife.org. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> uh, TWRA TV also features the, the episodes. Okay. We've got a YouTube channel out there. Um, and then you can find us across the state on the Tennessee channel. So if you have PBS, and hopefully you do, hopefully they've got great content out there, hopefully you're taking advantage of that, you can also see us there. The time frame depends on which part of the state that you're in, but we've got coverage in West, Middle, and East Tennessee. So Okay. All right. It's easy awesome. to find. Absolutely. It's easy to find. All right, Eric, tell us this adventure you've gone through. Tell us your history first. Or you're an entertainer. You are a, you're an outstanding entertainer good songwriter singer all that good stuff tell us how you got into this business uh well i had been on the road playing uh playing a lot of music touring all over the world uh 200 shows a year around is what i was Golly. playing and i've got a little one at home and a very forgiving and understanding wife that uh that i was truly growing apart from and wanted a change in my life 
And uh, thankfully, heard of this opportunity and put together an awful audition tape. I just know. <laughs> I, I, I know it's, no, it's going to come back to bite me some sometime or whatever. But it, it, it was it was meant to be. I, I just the way that it all fell together. Um, it was just the timing of it could not have been more perfect as I was just looking truly to get back to zero. And when I talk about getting back to zero, I grew up in, in rural West Tennessee, Halls, Tennessee, you know, grew up squirrel hunting and after school. And I mean, just I mean, it was nothing to do but be outside, mm-hmm. really, you know. And uh, but when, when I went to college, I, I, I grew up hunting on on private land you know i had cousins who had farmland and you know a tree stand you know at the edge of the field you know here and there and i knew that i could just call my cousin and and go whenever i wanted to so like hunting on public land is something i didn't grow up doing so when i when i went to ut and went to knoxville i basically lost my connection with the outdoors i did start uh biking and and hiking and you know enjoying the mountains that way but Mm -hmm. hunting and fishing i just pretty much stopped doing all together then i hit the road playing music and it was all i could do you know the the intro of the show says uh kind of seeing tennessee mm-hmm. pass by through a windshield and that's that's basically what my life was um so it just was a perfect opportunity for me to just rediscover um who who i am and w- what's made me who i am and i mean tennessee is the only place i've ever lived and i mean when you look at my dna i mean it's mm-hmm. It's my blood's orange, you know, and, and I mean, my roots are here in this state. And, and you know, I get people who stop me and they're like, man, I, yeah, I watched this episode and I didn't even know that was there. You know, I, I've lived here my whole life and I didn't even, this is just down the road from me. And I mean, for me, that is my experience as we film on a daily basis. It's like, I really had no idea how amazing Tennessee is. And I mean, and, and talking about TWRA specifically, had no idea everything that you guys do. And I mean, when you think about what your license sales go to, I mean, it's, I mean, my, my vision of it was just very small and my, you know, my, the information that I had. So that's in doing the show, it's just been like, um, so eye opening, mm-hmm. so inspiring. So um, it's, 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 and it's, pretty much saved my life in a lot of ways it's, it's really are been you, great are you still entertaining are you I still am, hitting yes. the road and- i am yeah still playing music and and, that, and that's been the beauty when i when i first started the show i was it burnt out and exhausted on music and this show has restored me and re-energized uh-huh. me and re-inspired me and and now music you know i've, I've now playing a lot more music than i was when we started the show which has been great you know my first my first job actually is hosting the show though was to write the theme song which was like okay all right i can I can kind of do it. And at that point, we didn't quite know what the show um, was going to turn out to be, you know. And and the chorus says, there's a place you've never been that's right where you want to be. And that's, to me, I mean, for all the people sitting at home, we're trying to get them outside, trying to get them, you know, just down the road to whatever may be there. Because they may discover, because I've discovered so much about myself that I didn't know in these places where I've grown up. And that's, to me, what it's all about. You know, try something you've never done. Go somewhere you've never been, and you may, you know, discover your passion, you know, what you're put here for. So we're all about trying to get people to get out there and take some chances. I, I know you work a lot. Did you want to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, season three, highlight some of the stuff that, that we're going to be talking about, because this is more behind-the-scenes CWRA yeah. this year. And just 
Well, I mean, because starting with season one, Becoming an Outdoor Woman, I, my wife got to take part in that. Cool. And uh, so we kind of experienced that together. Did you be- become an outdoor woman? <laughs> was way, I'm Eric Baker, and this week I'm Becoming an Outdoor Woman. <laughs> what well, was awesome to see my wife, who's never held a handgun, never held a handgun. She was like dirty hairy by the end of the weekend, man. She felt so comfortable. And, you know, she, as we reflected, I mean, she's not a big fan of bugs and, and the dirt and everything. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she's a sporty girl. I mean, she, she really is. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we, uh, we went and she's an indoor, you know, pretty much an indoor woman. But what, what we left there, not that she's, you know, a absolute outdoor woman but she was able to knock down some barriers and and like get confidence and understanding and and fly fishing she learned how to fly fish and she was rocking it man i literally hooked the back of my my head literally <laughs> and she's just dropping it right in there and she's like i would totally do this mm-hmm. so it brought us together in a really nice way and That's um cool. two weeks ago um we were out in a in Bledsoe County, I guess I can say the county we were sure, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, but we were out with a wildlife officer on a poaching sting. And I, my blood's still pumping from it because <laughs> we, we drove around all day and got a look at the county and, you know, just got some insight into the day-to-day life of, of what it is to be a wildlife officer. Mm-hmm. Well, then uh, it got dark. Not, you know, the, the night came upon us. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it was like I was part of a SWAT team or something. It was – I mean, I was ready to go. You know, Did they so. let you carry a gun? <laughs> no, uh, no, they no. were like yeah. – well, that's the beauty of the story, how it ends. We ease off, you know into the woods and you know we're sitting in the middle of nowhere and i'm like man is anybody even going to show up here well an hour into it we're cutting up and you know just telling stories and having a ball well this car starts easing in and pulls off into the into the field and and puts their lights on bright and Mm. the mood changed immediately because it was like all right that's all i need to see get out and i was like what? What's that? He's like, get out! <laughs> and we got dumped out. We got dumped out. And it was, oh, you know, they took off. And it was, I mean, it was super exciting. But more than anything, it was like, man, I mean, by that time, it was 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I mean, where most people are tucked in their beds, you know, with a belly full of hot food. I mean, these guys, day in and day out, are sacrificing um, and, you know, having to be in the middle of nowhere waiting on some idiot to come do something stupid. You know? so, so it was really, it was really, it was super insightful, you know. And, and, and they came and, back and got you, right? <laughs> eventually, eventually. Uh, it was great, uh, though. It that's was great. fine. We're going to say that, though, right? We are, yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, just, I mean, the other thing, in, in a matter of a week's time, I went from jumping out of a plane at 10,000 wow, feet. Wow, I've seen some of that. To, yeah. to, to being 50 feet underwater scuba diving. Wow. In in a week's time. And and I mean and, and, and never left you know, was probably within a hundred miles of each other. Which one was more frightening, if that's the right word. The, or maybe the more sc- the scuba diving. Really? It really was. It yeah, was I would jump. Harder for you to yeah. Well the beauty she was the first one out of the plane. And the plane uh-huh. I mean, you know, I was I, we, Yeah, exactly. Well and, and that was the whole thing. We were all piled in there and I was like, Yeah man, we're totally gonna do I'm hosting a show so I gotta be like mm-hmm. upbeat and I'm like, Yeah, this is gonna be no big deal. Well then they throw open the door at ten thousand feet. And she was, we were literally facing each other, and she jumps out of a plane 
at 10,000 feet. And that's when it got real. You know, I was like, holy moly, she just jumped out of a plane. And then the guy's like, all right, you're next. And we're like easing for it. I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. But then, you know, just to get Exhilarating. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, got to be, and, and, to be and, cool. And, and again, you know, there's a place you've never been that's right where you want to be. I mean, that's... Where that's, was this, by the way? Where were y'all jumping out of? That was... Uh, we're in Middle Tennessee for that piece, yeah. just outside okay. Waverly. All right. You yeah. guys are... Yeah. You're, that's one thing about the show. You're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Johnson City All to over Memphis the and everything yeah, Exactly. Yeah. And everything in between. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That sounds like fun. And why was the scuba diving more... Uh, is it right? You know, it was... A, you're breathing underwater, which is just the most unnatural thing. And uh, we did it in the spring, and we were in a quarry. And I think the the temperature of the water was like 50 degrees. Oh wow! Or cold. It was it was pretty cold. But just um, the equalization of my ears, and just knowing um, with all of that that uh, the way air expands in you, it's like man. If you're drowning, you can't just shoot up to the top. Mm. Um, I don't know. It just was a little. Uh, but once I got my my got a grasp of it or whatever, it was unbelievable. Because you talk about, I mean, it's, you can get caught up with big old bucks on top of the you know water and uh, walking around where you can see it. But once you get under the water and you know see those brim and you know see the bass and actually see what they're doing and in their habitat and you get to be a fly on the wall. Which I mean, I think. And that's why I say with licensed buyers and everything, even if you don't hunt and, you know, if you're whatever your views are on that, there is something about sitting in a tree stand and being a fly on the wall of of the daily process that goes on in in the woods. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, how a deer moves, a squirrel that can sound like it weighs 200 pounds, you know, I mean, uh, uh, his uh, Taylor's husband and I, we were we went bow hunting in season two and we had an owl just swoop down and i mean it sat just right across from us in the tree and then cody did his best owl impersonation and then the owl called back it was like he literally communicated with this owl and it was like oh but i was super gassy that day we didn't kill any deer (laughs) we'd eaten hot chicken the night before so i was it was uh it wasn't a great hunting experience for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a lot of information. It is. Hey, that's all right. Sorry. I hope that's sorry okay. folks. That's sorry, a, that's sorry. All right. It's honest. All right. Well, um at least I see out of this that you've become more of a sportsman. Totally. Found your way. Your wife has what I see too is you got a child that's gonna have an opportunity to get out there now because of you too. Really. Yeah. Well and that's you know, people ask me all the time, Hey man, give me some advice on how to get my kids out in in outside and i say you go outside i mean you're my 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 daughter's seven years old and i mean i can tell her all these great things but if i'm sitting at home watching netflix then i mean she's never going to get out there but i mean if she sees me out there doing all this amazing stuff and she's like i want to do that and it's the same with i mean young families old families whatever i mean if you're getting out there you're setting the example and and i mean i think that's the way that we educate people and hopefully inspire them to get out there and do that and that's i mean the way that we've set up the show and my role in the show is that i'm the audience representative and hopefully we do it in a way and we do these storylines in a way where someone's like man if that dude can do it yeah i can do yeah that. I, I appreciate that outdoors is humbling i don't know how many times i've been embarrassed doing the outdoors running <laughs> right. a boat over something or doing this or doing <laughs> yeah. that and yet you that's part of what you've done is is you can tell in the early shows that you're kind of new to it again, right? But you can see your progression as you get better and everything. 
is it just your personality that you're okay being embarrassed by what might happen out there sometimes it's just part of it and i don't mean that in any i mean it as a as, as a compliment in the biggest way because i've done it so many times and i've been doing it for years i do stupid stuff right right so i don't know it's been part of your show and your personality yes absolutely i mean that's just i'm pretty like you know I guess the best compliments people can give me is authenticity. It's genuine, you know, me as a person, me and my and, and music as as well as the show. That it seems like a a genuine experience. And I mean, for me, knowing my role, I mean, I think trying to hide that goes against everything the show's uh, about. Because because yeah. if they say, oh yeah, this is my first time out um, on a paddleboard trying to fish, you know, we were just talking about that. Well, if I caught every fish in the river and then uh, i mean that's just not real you right. know so i mean we're trying to to hopefully not in a way where people are like oh man i don't want to go out and look like an idiot like that guy <laughs> but i mean it is humbling and i like i but like hearing hey that you know, helps him do it right well well and, and hearing you say hey man i've been doing that for 30 years mm-hmm. and i do the same thing well that helps me you know mm-hmm. and i think that you know that honesty that we live in a facebook generation where you know you only see the best of people and and i mean um, we're trying to kind of show um, maybe you know, as much of it as possible. You know, we cut all the gassy parts out. <laughs> <laughs> some of them, some of them. Are y'all but, tough on equipment? Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, definitely. Yes. A lot of dust. I mean, because I mean, you just think driving down a dusty road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, just it, 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 it can even if you got I just the wind water. Up, I just think of water and cameras in the water. That's yeah, at the Hiawassee this year. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we had a scare. We yeah. did. Yeah, we went. Uh, we went down the Hiawassee with uh, Mark Thurman of Region Three, yeah, looking at their, their trout sampling, and um, he got a little ambitious <laughs> and forgot we had. $40,000 worth of uh, camera equipment in the boat. We had a, a wall of water come over us, and everybody, did it get wet? And we popped the battery out, and all this water pours out. But oh, boy. It's wow. amazing how far a box of rice will go to dry things out. So we recovered, and Even that's the, what insurance is for. That, so. that is. I mean, if you're going to get out there and do what we do, you, <laughs> yep. you're taking Absolutely. that chance with that stuff, and that's what insurance does. Yeah. Y'all fly a drone sometimes, too. Oh, yeah. I, I won't get in your way what you're going to say, but I just, yeah. we love the drone shots. Yeah. Who's your drone expert? Uh, our camera guys, yeah, our two camera guys. Uh, we've got a pretty cork team that comes with us everywhere, and, and yeah. they're very talented. Let's talk so. about them real quick. Tell yeah. us about that team. Well, we uh, we call ourselves a small footprint production, so we're not that Hollywood-style group that you're probably used to interacting with. So there's normally four of us. Um, we've got two camera operators. They monitor all their sound. Um, then myself and Eric, so we run with a pretty small A lot small of talent. Group. They have a lot of talent. And, they, and absolutely. They, they, they make you look good, Eric. Well, and what's and I Taylor. Mean, you know what's so cool Taylor, is when, when, anyway. when, when, when <laughs> I got hired to do this, I was like, well, I don't know how to host a TV show. Sorry, Don. Don's this night. He's like, what? I mean, this is my first time. <laughs> <laughs> my first time doing this, you know. But it really, a, a TV crew, it parallels being in a band so tightly. I mean, we jump in a band and we each have our roles. You know, I mean, it's not guitar. Instead of guitar players and bass players and drummers you've got camera guys producers mm-hmm. um and, and i mean hosts exactly <laughs> with the most um but it, it really it really parallels so closely and i mean the team i mean starting with taylor who just works so so hard and keeps all of us knuckleheads in line mm-hmm. i mean it's it's a hard hard job but i mean the talent just talking about the drone i mean some of the shots that they get looks like it should be in a michael bay movie or something mm-hmm. you know i mean it really so smooth 
and little things that you wouldn't even think about. I mean, just the the way the camera pans smoothly. I mean, mm. I try it and it's like, get, 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 you know, it looks like, uh, you know, some spastic guy is, which it probably yeah, is. <laughs> He's like, I got a couple of Red Bulls in. Well, I'm on my second drone because of my experience with oh, my first. Oh, right, right, exactly. <laughs> you and Don King have followed the same path. He followed it. He went a few years before you as an entertainer and played thousands of shows everywhere. Y'all commiserate a lot about that. Yep, we did. I mean, when we first met, and 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 that's you know, I I owe a lot to Don just mm-hmm. for this opportunity. And when we first met at a Cracker Barrel just outside of town, you know, just we we really connected with sim- that similar stories. And just you know, to be given this opportunity again, I'm just beyond beyond thankful. Well, when for, when so. uh, when you first came around and and uh, Taylor first came around, he was very excited. And we were make, we had went to a dinner somewhere, and he told me that about the, all this great team coming together. And y'all have done wonderful work. Thank you. Getting it all done. I'm looking forward to seeing this year. You got more stuff? I just want to mention, Taylor, you do a lot of the script writing for this, don't you? Yeah. Some of the narration is just great in the beginning of the show and different times like that. Talk a little bit about writing these stories. How do you come up with these stories? Yeah, well, I mean, Eric and I do all of that kind of uh, – let me see if I should adjust there a little. So, yeah, Eric and I collaborate on the writing, and uh, most of the stories are, you know, 100% his, and, and they come from a really authentic place. But that's how I started in this industry was as a copywriter, and um, it's just been one of the, the easiest ways for me to express myself over the last decade. And, um And so, yeah, it was, like Eric says, it was really meant to be. I was looking to put out content that would uh, leave a legacy, that would stand the test of time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so there's so much reality content out there right now. And uh, we just wanted to exceed what's out there. We wanted to put something with a little bit more value to it. Cool. Okay. I'll tell you what, Taylor, if you don't mind, one more time, tell us where we can find the show. So uh, one really easy way would be go to tnwildlife.org, or you can find us also through our website at tnuncharted.com. Check out YouTube or PBS. Okay. Yeah. And TWRA TV. Yes, TWRA TV. Eric, appreciate everything. Thank you guys appreciate so much. Taylor, great job. Y'all are doing a great job as well. So thank you. Thank, so thank you. We look forward to seeing year three, right? All right. All what right. else? Well, you can watch this show on tnwildlife.org, same place you can watch Uncharted, or TWRA TV. Uh, go to uh, tnwildcast.com. There's all kinds of places to find this show, and we hope you're watching and following us on Facebook. Uh, a lot of stuff going on there and Twitter. We're everywhere, and we'll uh, be back here this week, next yeah. week, and then the week after. We're here all every right. week. Thanks, everybody. Believe it or See not. See you next week. Thank you all.